Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Well, here we are at episode 50 of Life in Business. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. And thank you so much for joining me today. 50 episodes is, it's no mean feat, right? You know, it just, people so often you will find and you will notice yourself that people start things and they just don't complete them. They give up. They don't have the... uh, the longevity, or even perhaps the kind of enthusiasm for it. Because certainly having a podcast, it takes time and effort every week. It takes thought and it takes a bit of effort to put into that. But for me, it's been an incredibly rewarding 50 episodes. I've loved it all. And I can see with a bit of self-reflection here that I can see that from the first few episodes, how I've kind of improved to be absolutely honest, how I'm better at this now, how I'm more comfortable and confident at this now. And that's kind of the same for everything, right? When we when we start, we're not necessarily any good at it, <laughs> um, but we just kind of carry on and, and learn as we go. Certainly, um, I remember when I wrote my first blog, oh crikey, I mean, this is 12 years ago now, and I had just, I'd been working in the public sector and I'd just finished doing my MBA dissertation or was in the process of finishing process of finishing my MBA dissertation. And so the first blog, few blogs that I wrote were, I mean, really shocking. <laughs> they were, they had citations in them. They were um, kind of academic-esque and not great. I remember one of the very first ones was how younger people would accept training in lieu of a pay rise. And I read this somewhere and I wrote an article about it. And um, yeah, still remember it now. Several quotes and several, you know, citations from (laughs) academic papers. But I got a lot better, let's just say that, over the years. Um, And it's the same with podcasting. You know, it's the same if you're starting to write an email list or venturing into a slightly different approach on social media. To start with, we're all rubbish at everything really. And there's not many things that we're actually kind of natural at. And that doesn't matter. What we need to do is just celebrate the milestones. And that's what I'm talking about today in this week's episode of the Life in Business podcast. So how do you celebrate stuff? I mean, how should I celebrate episode 50 of my podcast? Perhaps you could send me some suggestions and some ideas. Best places to get hold of me are LinkedIn, if you search for Libby Langley, or Instagram. I'm at Libby Langley there. But yeah, let me know how you think I should celebrate this, because I feel like it should be celebrated. I feel like 50 is kind of a good number. And then maybe I'll have another little celebration when it's a year, which is the 8th of December. I launched in 2022. So at the time of recording, we're, I don't know, six weeks or something away from that. So um, that'll be another little celebration there. (laughs) And then I'll celebrate maybe 75 episodes and 100 episodes and uh, on we go from there. So how do you celebrate things? How do you celebrate milestones in your business? What do you do to celebrate? Do you celebrate? 
I think that it really matters. It's a really important thing that we that we should do more in business. We should celebrate our achievements. And I'm not talking about, you know, popping champagne when you've completed something off your to-do list. Although, you know, if that gets you through, then fine. I'm really talking about celebrating kind of your, the like the ordinary achievements almost. And rather than making kind of big grand gestures for it, just taking a moment to appreciate where you've come from where you are now. You know, if you look back at a year ago you, what would a year ago you say about where you are now? They'd probably be pretty impressed, actually. And what about two years ago you, three years ago, five years ago you, ten years ago you? I mean, what would what would that you of the past think about the you of today and where you are and what you've achieved? And the house you're living in and the way your day is structured, uh, you know, the, I don't know, the happy relationship you're in or the fact that you're happily single and weren't before, you know. There's lots of different ways to look at to look at things like this. And this isn't about you having achieved everything that you want to achieve because you won't probably ever do that. But this is about you acknowledging that even though you're not where you want to be, oh my goodness, you are further on than you were. And that is absolutely something to be massively celebrated, I think. Every single day, there's something, there's something to celebrate. And like I say, it's not about popping champagne all the time. I'm not a massive drinker anyway, but these big kind of, um, the big celebrations are not really, they're not really for me. I'm I'm quite a kind of understated person, I guess, in that regard. I I spend a lot of time on my own. I work on my own, spend a lot of time on my own. And so I have tried to incorporate a kind of celebration that actually is just a moment of pause more than anything. So there's almost like a routine that I kind of have when, for example, when I get a new client, okay? So when I sign up a new client, um, I love it. It makes me feel amazing that I'm going to be able to work with one new person. And it's one person at a time for me. I work one-to-one with people. And so it's never a numbers. It's never about um, scalability in that way. It's never about getting 20 people into a program or big launches or anything. It's a slow and steady, one new, one new, one new, one new. And this is how I this is how I build my business because I work one-to-one with people. So whenever I sign a new client, whenever a client decides to to join me, join me on the journey, me as their coach, there's kind of three things that I do, or maybe four, but um the first one is something that kind of anchors it for me, and I know this is a way that my brain works, is I will um, update my income and budget spreadsheet. (laughs) A spreadsheet isn't necessarily the place that a lot of people would start with their kind of celebrations. But for me, seeing the numbers there and seeing another name listed on my client list is just the best feeling. It's just, it's a proper tangible thing. You know, there's the name and there's the income. And I I love that. It makes, it makes it, it, it cements that person's name as part of my business journey, which I love. You know, that makes, that's what makes me really happy. So my budget and income sheet, I will do. And then I will do perhaps the more obvious things that I'll ring my husband um, 
and say, yay, celebrate with me. And I'll text my mum because um, I know mum likes, likes to know how business is going. I mean, she doesn't really understand, as most mums don't. She's 82. <laughs> but she knows that a new client is a good thing. Like, so that's that's kind of just text that and she'll text me back saying brilliant or something. And that's kind of the end of that. But But they're also little... I like to share... I like to share the positives with people um, and it's my husband and my mum. And then I will do the thing that I would absolutely recommend that you do if you do nothing else to celebrate. It is to walk away from your desk. Stop what you're doing, walk away from your desk. And even if you just then go and put the kettle on, you have that moment of just thinking, I done good. Well done, me. I'm really happy with myself today. Because if you just stay sitting at your desk, and if you're anything like me, you will then just, huh, I'll just reply to that email. Or let me just check my, whatever, Stripe payments, my my accounting software, my how many people, you know, any social media notifications have got well, something. You know, you'll sit at your desk and you'll do something or you'll start to write a presentation or you'll do, you know, you'll go straight on into, into something else. And... It's really important that you just take that moment. Like I say, just go and put the kettle on. Go Walk away from the desk, from where you sit with your computer or your laptop, and just allow yourself a few minutes of, well done me. This worked really well. Why did this work well? How can I do more of this? And just, I'm having an awesome day, and I'm going to celebrate that with a cup of tea. And I, I think it's it's that very, very small kind of celebration, acknowledgement, anchoring that is sometimes just missing from from work, uh, you know, working at home on your own. There isn't necessarily the, I don't know, reflection and celebration isn't necessarily built into the day because it's always, well, I've got these things to do and I want to get finished by three because I've got to get the kids off, you know, all this stuff, right? So just having a moment, allowing yourself, giving yourself the grace of a moment's pause is is magical. It's really, really important. And like I say, you know, popping champagne, going out for fancy dinners, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, do that too, if that's what you want to. But don't put pressure on yourself to have to have a kind of big celebration every time. You know, particularly if you're signing, you know, you're selling things daily if you have something that people can kind of just download and buy. <laughs> it's maybe, you know, just like a, yay, another one, yay, another one. And then a kind of um, reflection at the end of the week, you know, or a celebration at the end of the week. Um, you've got to kind of keep it keep it relative with what's, <laughs> with what's going on. But I like to, I the reason I like to put the names in the spreadsheet is because even though I've had a conversation with that person and we've emailed and we've talked on Zoom and I, I you know, I know them and see their face, it just... There's something about cementing their name in my spreadsheet that makes them kind of a permanent part of my business. And even will they will be working together for, I don't know, six, eight months, whatever, it, they're, they're a permanent part of the journey. And I, I, I like to celebrate that. And that's not something that I would say to my clients because that's kind of about me and my business. But I just, I feel things like that are important. I remember seeing once... Um, I can't remember who it was, somebody sharing on Instagram the names on post-it notes on the wall of all the people who signed up for their programme, I think. And I mean, of course, it could have been a marketing thing, right? And these names could have been made up and blah, blah, blah. But 
again, that was just kind of a nice way to cement the fact that there are real people involved in the business. And it's not just, ooh, here's another thousand pounds. Here's another, whatever, 2,000, 200 quid, whatever it is. It, to actually put, to think about the people. For me, that's really, that's really important. I, don't, I mean, as much as I love talking about numbers and love my budget spreadsheet and we'll talk to you about numbers and profit and uh, costs and all that till I'm blue in the face. To me, what really kind of matters is, is the people. That's what motivates me. So really, really important to take this time to, to do a bit of, bit of celebration on where you are and where you've been and that reflection. And then setting some goals. Setting goals is kind of part and parcel of this, really. I'm always talking about these in the wrong order, right? But setting yourself some goals on what you want to achieve I think helps you to remain focused. Well, I don't think I know. It helps you to remain focused on what it is that you want to achieve. And this isn't necessarily about um, numbers in your business. It could be about other things around your business. So, for example, I really want to get this to 100 100 podcast episodes. I would love to have over 100 podcast episodes. And if I just continue to do one a week, eventually I'm going to hit it, right, at some point, I don't know, next September, September 2024, maybe something like that. Um, But if I wanted to hit that sooner, I could put out two episodes a week. And it's my podcast, so I can reserve the right to put out 20 episodes a week if I want to. If you fancy a big binge listen, I'm not going to because that's too much... um, too much work. But but I that's a goal for me. And when I get to 100 episodes in my podcast, I will do a fancy dinner out or something like that. I will I will absolutely do that. I also in terms of a numbers goal for my business, I want to guest on more podcasts. That's an active goal for me. I want to guest on 50 a year, which is a lot. It's a big target. That it's, it's a stretch. There's no two ways about it. And from when I set myself the goal, I want to do 18 um, in 2023. So if you run a podcast or know anyone who ha- wants a podcast that is appropriate and I can add some value to, then send them my way. So they're very definite things. One I can control and one I can't control quite as much, but I can certainly have a strategy in place for achieving it. And also... I want to speak at more events. I've spoken at a few this year and I absolutely love it. Over the years, I've spoken at, I don't know, hundreds probably of events, but uh, it's actively something that's on my goal list now. And I don't have a number on, on that because they come in waves, these things, but it's something to be a keynote speaker, to speak at conferences and events to the people who are my ideal target audience that I know I can absolutely make a difference to from what I can say to them, then yeah, definitely a tangible goal for me. And those three things, they're not really about numbers in my business. They're not about the bottom line. They're about kind of what I enjoy doing and where I want my business to go. And I know that they then lead to other opportunities and that's why I like them. Therefore, for me, they are positioning, their expertise, their visibility, they're all of these things, which has then has the kind of effect of potentially bringing more clients or, or other opportunities. But in terms of clients, three a month, three or four a month, 
no, that's me just changing my goal there, isn't it? <laughs> Three a month <laughs> is every month superb. Would be lovely because there's other work that I do. You know, there's different client work, but one-to-one clients, three new, three new a month. And because I do work one-to-one with people, there is a limited number that I can, that I can work with. And don't forget three a month doesn't mean you're only working with three. It has this cumulative effect, right? Um, so that's, that's, that's my goal. So what's your goal? What are your goals? What would you say your goals are for the next year, for the next few months? And how does that translate into the work that you're actually doing? Are you, you say you want to do these things. You know, you say you've got goals one, two and three. Is the work that you're doing actually getting you towards achieving those? there's a question for you to think about. And it's always a question that I ask my clients. It's kind of the starting point, really, because so many people, so many of us all done it, is to just do stuff. You just do, you just do stuff. And it's only when someone says, and you're doing that why, that you think, huh, I am doing this why. (laughs) So (laughs) there you go. There is a question that you can, (laughs) that you can ask yourself there. But these goals, these goals that you can tell me what they are, you know, message me and tell me what they are, or you just write them down for yourself or have them in your head. Why do these matter to you? What is the net result of achieving these goals going to mean to you and your business and your life? And then how are you going to celebrate them? What is the kind of the feeling that you want to anchor in? You know, what's the thing that you just think, right, I'm going to, when I've done this, because I'm going to do it, because there's no reason why I won't, what am I going to do? Maybe you'll go on holiday. Maybe you'll make yourself a cup of tea and have the afternoon off. Maybe you'll do something in between. But choosing to reward yourself for something is, is really nice, but not in a this kind of carrot and stick way, you know? Not in this, you must achieve this or you can't have that. I don't agree with that. I I think we should absolutely all be kind and gentle to ourselves. But saying to yourself, you know, when I achieve, when I've put out 100 podcast episodes, I'm going to go to wherever. I'm going to go away to the forest side in the Lake District for a weekend, um, which would be lovely because it's one of our favourite places, Michelin star restaurant with rooms up in the Lake District. So that's really nice. And that's a real motivator. And it's not to say that you can't book that weekend away any other time if you want to, but it actually kind of helps you. I don't know, you kind of know that it's going to happen. So, for example, if I booked that weekend for September 2024, which off the top of my head was roughly when I thought 100 episodes would be, then that is in my head. And then so I know that before, whatever, probably over my birthday in September, if we're going there, I need to have done, I need to have done the 100 episodes. And so that might mean that there are some weeks when there are two, because I didn't work it out before I said it. <laughs> so, but you can see it's just like, I'm going to do all these things. And then then there's this lovely thing to look forward to. And it's very, very different to kind of pushing yourself and going, oh, you're rubbish because you haven't achieved that yet. It's like setting realistic goals with a celebratory endpoint kind of factored in. It's just such a gorgeous way to, to run a business. And it also sort of 
I don't know, in some ways it allows you to make more frivolous decisions, um, more fun decisions. You know, going away for a very expensive weekend, you will only be able to do that if you've achieved this, got these clients, whatever. So you know that you won't be able to, you won't be worrying about whether you can afford it or not because you won't be going unless you've achieved the things that you set out to do. You see what I mean? So it's like, it's almost like everything becomes free. <laughs> I mean, that's how I justify my stuff in my head. But yeah, so there you go. But what would achieving your goals actually mean to you and what, what would it bring to you? So my goals are, like I say, record more podcast episodes, guest on other people's podcast episodes, speak at lot, lots more events and get three new clients, sign up three new clients per month. But what will that actually bring me? Money? Yeah, sure. But it's about, for me, it's about this kind of consistency of positioning and it enables me to be the go-to person. It enables me to be almost omnipresent <laughs> in the world. So people, you know, know who I am and they turn to me and they think, oh, we need a speaker. Yeah, let's get Libby to speak. It's that. For me, that's kind of really important. And when that momentum is there, the more that that momentum is there, a consistent momentum, because, you know, this happens in peaks and troughs at the house, but now I'm kind of properly focused on it. The rest just sort of comes and happens. And it's really weird how that is the case. You know, you're focusing on one goal and it actually unlocks lots of other doors, but it's about being smart as to where you direct your time and effort and what achieving these goals will bring you. So financial, we're kind of assuming that's a given, right? We're assuming it's going to bring you money. For me, great, you know, means I can afford to do stuff and keep the roof over my head and all of that. But that that in itself isn't a motivator for me. Motivator for me. The freedom absolutely is. You know that I'm all about working less <laughs> and earning more. And actually, these opportunities allow that to be kind of facilitated, right? The kudos, the permission, positioning, the go-to person, that's quite important. That is quite important for me. And this is the way that I can achieve that. And the thing about it is I might only speak at one event a month or, you know, something like that, but it has such a knock-on effect and such a kind of accumulation of things because lots of people will share stuff on social media about it. You'd be able to talk about it and share photos for a while. So one thing actually can become 20 things. And it's a, it, you know, it's, it's a real opportunity giver, which is great. So then for you, your goals, what else will they bring you? Freedom, money, kudos, positioning, potentially a holiday, you know, a specific holiday, perhaps even like a kind of working holiday, um, which is a oxymoron, I know. But if you could have an opportunity to work with someone in a certain country or put on an event in a certain country or just travel while you're working, you can combine the two perhaps. But possibly a goal, like I said about the weekend away in the Lake District, a goal of yours might be, right, I want to go on holiday for two weeks next July. This is what I'm going to achieve before that. And those things that you're going to achieve will give you the money, will give you the impetus, will give you the momentum to be able to have those two weeks off, all paid for the holiday, and to know that kind of there isn't going to be a dip in your business because of the groundwork you've done. And it's just 
such a smart way to be. You might have a goal that is more personal than that and you might want to pay off some debt. And to pay off some debt, because debt's a very real thing, you know, we've kind of been through a cost of living crisis, things have been, and a pandemic, (laughs) forgot about that for a minute. So, you know, things have been challenging for quite a lot of people and you might have accrued some debt, which is, you know, fine, everybody does. Um, And you, so you might set yourself a goal of paying that off. And then you can work back month by month, you know, reverse engineer it. You want to have it cleared by a certain date. And on that date, you were going to run naked down the street in the rain to celebrate the fact that you're debt free. You can work it backwards to know how much you need to pay off each month, therefore how many clients you need and then what you need to do in order to get those clients. So there's lots of opportunities for setting goals and celebrating when you achieve these goals and celebrating the milestones along the way. You know, like I celebrate every single podcast episode that I record that gets edited and then that I <laughs> then that goes live. There's like three or four different steps I can celebrate because it takes effort. And there'll be things in your business too that take you effort, but you're so happy to do them. You love doing them but you don't necessarily take the time to celebrate, to acknowledge and to recognise what you're actually achieving each and every day. And I would love if you did that more because it's so important. It's so important that we, you know, we don't have anyone in an office with a high five, right? Or ring a bell or whatever the hell people do in offices these days when you achieve things or, you know, a whiteboard you can write your numbers upon. We don't, have other people around us to be able to celebrate with us. So just taking a moment, taking a pause and acknowledging it and acknowledging how it can change and shape our life and what we want our life to look like by the goals that we set. That's a wonderful thing. It's a magical thing. It's one of the greatest reasons to be in business is this ability to achieve so much in a kind of understated way you know it's really it's really cool to be able to do that but saying well done well done me I've done a good job here is what I would like to achieve and oh my goodness this is how I'm going to reward myself when I get there because I will get there because I'm awesome that's what you need to be saying to yourself so I want to hear from you I want to hear from, I know I say this every week and I know loads of you do get in touch with me, but I want to hear from you about what your goals are, how you celebrate and what you're kind of going to do, do differently maybe if you don't celebrate, what you're going to do to acknowledge yourself and how, how amazing a journey you've been on and how many steps you've taken. So let me know and I'm going to see you next week when your business is just going to be that little bit better than it was today. So thanks for joining me and loads of love to you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.